What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank Show. <laughs> We've been saying that for a while now. Thank you, John. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. Today is Friday, January the 12th in the year of our Lord 2024. This is episode 1000, 1000 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-host, oh my gosh, should I provide play-by-play? I just, uh, the, the executive producer of this show, uh, the great Linda Hanks, that's right. Linda Hanks just went walking down the hall in some ridiculous pajamas. Uh, but, uh, Hey, more, more on that later, I guess, but Hey, this is episode 1000 of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore community college. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, they're going to be joining me uh, here actually in just a few minutes for uh, today's birthday game. Uh, we have another great show for you today and man, it is jam packed. I, before I even get started, like I said, you heard it right. Today is episode 1000 of the show, man. I've already heard from uh, good friends, man. Mickey Weatherington uh, has already texted in and, and said good morning and uh, congratulated us on the thousandth episode. Man, my, my very good friend and my down East Wood Duck seat buddy, uh, Greg Clemens, uh, he's already messaging. We've been messaging back and forth. And that's before the show even started uh, that we're uh, doing that. And, of course, now I'm having uh, trouble with the uh, wireless puck. Ah, that's just how. (sighs) Not a good way to start the show already. How about that, that uh, we are already off the air uh, this morning. You know what? Uh, I am not going to let it ruin. the uh, 1,000 show here on uh, the Brian Hanks show. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the crazy thing. I wouldn't expect it to. Uh, that, that just makes it a good uh, a good way to do Tell you what. Let me do an ad or two here, and then we'll uh, jump into the meat of the show here, okay? It's just, uh, like I said, how about that to uh, start the show? That's what happens. Here we go. I got to tell you, I've had my life insurance with Woodman Life for more than 10 years, and I absolutely could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woodman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community, as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one right here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kenston. It's right beside Highland Furniture across from Cell Auto Mall. 
For more than 60 years, Davis Wholesale Tire has been going the extra mile for you. Thank you to Davis Wholesale Tire for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show, Friday Night Football here on The Bull, and our weekly basketball broadcast right here on 960thebull and 960thebull.com. Stop by and see the experts at Davis Wholesale Tire on Highway 70 in Kinston for your next set of new or used tires. Preparation, persistence, sense of purpose. Qualities that lead to victories on the field of play and qualities that create winners in the classrooms of Lenore County Public Schools. We pursue excellence. In 14 different varsity sports and scores of academic and technical programs, we rise to the test. We are Team LCPS. John Dawson, let me tell you about Downey's Protection Systems. Preach it, brother. There you go. Downey's Protection Systems of Kinston. They've been servicing eastern North Carolina for more than 30 years. I got to tell you, John, I judge a house or a home here in Kinston or Lenore County if I don't see that little depth sign in the front yard of their house. You break in. <laughs> that's, that's it exactly. Listen, Depths specializes in residential and commercial installation and service of security systems, fire alarm systems, camera systems, and access control. For more information for a consultation, please visit depthsnet.com. That's D-E-P-S-Net.com. And this is the truth. You tell them, John Dawson. That's right. Before I even turned on the power at my house, what was the first call I made? Depths. That's it. I call Downey's Protection System. So if you want your house protected as well as mine is protected, call Tom Vermillion and the folks over at Down East Protection Systems. And what a way to start the show there. And thank you, uh, Mr. Clements. <laughs> thank you uh, for and everybody else that just uh, texted and messaged in let me know we had got knocked off the air there. It, it's it, not the station's fault. Uh, I am blaming uh, U.S. Cellular. Okay, Linda. Hank. Oh, I've, I forgot. Let me uh, do the right mic here. I'm blaming U.S. Cellular, Linda Hanks. Oh, my goodness. It is what it is. Hey, so I got to do all this again. Mr. Clemens said, hey, I got to say it all again. Uh, so, uh, hey. Hey. This is the 1,000th show. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, if you're listening to our replay at uh, at 3 o'clock, <laughs> if you listen to our replay at 3 o'clock or on uh, SoundCloud, then, you know, it, everything just sounds normal. You just heard a bunch of ads and everything. But, hey, for people who are listening to us live, and there are, hey, thank you. There are a lot of people out there listening to us live. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm celebrating. <laughs> She's one got one things. of those little, what do you call them? I uh, don't know, horn things that blow out. Yeah, it blows out the little uh, uh-huh. thing there. Today is, I'll, I'll say it again, uh, hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kenton, North Carolina. It's Friday, January the 12th the in year, the year uh, of our Lord, 2024. Happy birthday to you. That is, it's my birthday yes. too. I'm 55 today. It's a thousandth show. I what got a beautiful woman in you. ridiculous pajamas sitting across from me. Today is a special day for you. You're celebrating your birthday turning 55. I'm the double nickel. Yeah, the speed limit. <laughs> yeah. And then it's your 1,000th show of the Brian Hanks Show. Can you believe we made 1,000 shows? Yeah. And then you're being inducted to the Sports Hall of Fame tonight. And uh, George Whitfield's wow. Sports Hall of Fame, man. This today, is incredible. Today and... It's it just, it's just made, it's amazing. And I'm celebrating what our, uh, our 13 day anniversary exactly. of being married. That's the most important <laughs> thing. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. God, Linda. Thank you. You brought a cake, a cake, a cake. Hey, thank you to Keith King. I mean, Hey, everybody that's messaging me this morning, I'm going to send love and everything to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Keith King just messaged in. 
uh, uh, county uh, commissioner. Uh-huh. Thank you, Mr. King. I appreciate you, and uh, thanks for the congratulations. It is, man. This is just uh, an awesome day. Uh, I can't ask for much more. I'm serious. I mean, I've got a beautiful wife wearing ridiculous pajamas. I've got uh, a sweet puppy dog. She's struggling a little bit, but mm-hmm. she's she she's here for my birthday. I've got three ridiculous cats who, uh, by the way, did you know? That I got in here and I got in the studio this morning about five thirty or so, and there were cards from the cat, the cats, and the dog, along with Junior Mints and Junior Kit Cats. These are just incredible. Animals. How did they do that? They're amazing. <laughs> yes, they are amazing. But uh, Don't you're your amazing. Stepson, you've got your stepson. Uh, my stepson, Scotty boy. Uh-huh. Uh, it is awesome. Hey, let me tell everybody what's going on, man. We have got a jam-packed show for you, and I do apologize for the people who are listening live. Like I said, if you're listening to our replay, then hey. Nothing, you know, everything just it's sounds fine. good. Yeah, blah, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. blah. They do it. Uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm going to let you go. Have a great show. I baby, love you. Thank you. I love you, too. Thank you so much for, uh, for. Yeah. I don't think it was the cats and the dog that gave me the cards. I think it was you, okay? <laughs> yeah, I know. But, uh, hey, we've got a great show for you today, and we're rearranging things a little bit. Uh, we're going to, we usually do the birthday game at the very, thank you. That cake is beautiful. Uh, we usually do the birthday game at the very end of, uh, the show, you know, in our second hour, I'm moving it up cause we've got a special guest coming into the studio, uh, to help celebrate our thousandth, uh, show and the birthday and all that stuff. And I'll get to that here in a second, but we'll have the birthday game starting here in just a couple of minutes, actually with John and Jonathan. Uh, around 35 minutes or so here into this first hour, we're going to be joined by our regular Friday guest, Paul Whittington. He'll be joining us on the Spence Automotive guest line. Uh, we've not talked to him since our wedding show back on December 26th. So we're going to uh, find out what's going on with, <laughs> yeah, Greg Clement, Sweet Pea, Scott Whittington for sure. Uh, we're going to catch up with Paul. Uh, just find out everything. Carolina Hurricanes are red hot right now. Uh, NASCAR, Baltimore Ravens, all that. Then it's Friday. That's how we'll do our first hour here, the birthday game, and then Paul Whittington. But it's Friday, and that means uh, to kick off our second hour, TGIF with IP. It's our weekly NIL visit with Winston-Salem State's Isaac Parson. I mean, a lot of stuff has gone on in his life since the last time we visited with him. He's been named the HBCU National Player of the Week, the CIAA Player of the Week. His team's been on. Uh, his team is on right now, a six-game winning streak. And on top of all that, you heard Linda wishing me happy birthday. Today is uh, IP's birthday, so uh, we're going to be celebrating that with him too. Should be a fun visit to start the second hour of today's show. Uh, then uh, when we started uh, this show one thousand episodes ago, uh, Linda Hanks, uh, our very first guest was our just very good friend and the great. Brian North of WCTI in Fox Eastern Carolina. And guess what? He's going to be uh, never done before on this show. It's going to be really neat. He's going to be joining us on the road uh, about halfway into our second hour, first on the Spence Automotive guest line, and then here in our plush, well-lit studio on Whitehall Drive. So that's going to be awesome. But that's not all. Also joining us here on our historic 1,000th show at around uh, 40 minutes or so into our second hour, it's going to be the head basketball coach of those Kinston Vikings that defeated South Lenore last night, Perry Tindall. The Vikings are now 11-2 and overall, 4-0 in the East Central 2A. 
Coach Tindall, uh, just, you know, one of, one of the all-timers, one of our very dear friends, he's going to be joining us on the Spence Automotive Guest Line to talk about that and about the Brandon Ingram MLK Showcase that is taking place tomorrow at Viking Gymnasium. And, man, you guys are awesome. Oh, my God, I have 13 messages right now uh, from you folks. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Keith King, Paul Woodington, Mickey Weatherton, Richie Honeycutt, Ricky Whaley. Thank you, Ricky. Mr. Dawson, Forrest Dawson. Uh, uh, man, this is awesome. Uh, just all you guys, you mean so much to me. And I did want to say this, uh, before I get into the birthday game, Mark Panicelli, thank you to him too. Or thank you to you too, man. I, and I'm not getting everybody and I'm going to be so mad at myself, but we're going to do the birthday game. So I'll collect all these and coming out of the birthday game, I'll, uh, I'll say hello to everybody, but, uh, but, 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 but listen, this is our thousand show. And I'm going to say this at the end of it too, uh, the show today, probably with North, but man, thank you to John Dawson, Jonathan Massey. You're going to hear from them here on the birthday game here in a little bit to Jason Bryant. This show does not, you know, we had Jason on yesterday and I said it several times with him and I'll say it. This show doesn't exist without him. Yes, John and Jonathan uh, help me every day with the birthday game. And John is just an amazing, amazing producer. Jonathan is, is great. But, man, this thing doesn't exist without Jason. Jason was all over me uh, for a couple of years wanting to get us uh, get a show on the air. We did Friday Night Football with him. And, uh, man, I just love you, Jason. And just last night at the uh, uh, Kinston game, uh, he worked his tail off trying to get the sound right for the South North game. Man, Jason, you just mean more than me than you realize, dude. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to Tony Denton. Uh, the big three, we've got a ton of great advertisers. Thanks to Jason. But uh, Richie Honeycutt, who you uh, you heard us talking about her. Man, this this show doesn't exist without her. It doesn't exist without Danny Rice, without Jacques Passeleg. Uh, two guys that stayed on me to get this show going. But, yes, we started on December, uh, what, December 2nd. 2019 but we had been this thing was in the works for a couple of years before that and Richie Honeycutt Danny Rice Jacques Passleg uh, just not only have they supported us with their sponsorship dollars they have uh supported me in life too and uh just I love you guys and uh well yes Richie yes you're a guy <laughs> I love you guys so much thank you thank you thank you listen most importantly though of uh of everything and Jacques, you're right we started the show on your birthday december the 2nd 2019 and uh, i mean i could just tell the story of you know i had hit you know Jacques up and danny up and of course salt counsel from richie but it was Jacques and danny who just stayed on me and just like hey when is this thing starting when is this show starting of course it starts on Jacques' birthday which makes it even better on december 2nd 2019 um listen linda I love you, her support, your support. She's not here in the studio with me. She's executive producing from the uh, plush, well-lit uh, bedroom here on, uh, on uh, Whitehall Drive. But this show does not exist without her. She has been my support. She's been the one that tells me when I'm off the air. She's been the one that uh, tells us how good we sound and all that for years. I really, really do appreciate uh, you man al back at the studio uh just everybody man i really do appreciate everybody that's been a part of this listen 
Uh, our daily guys that come on with us every day, uh, Mondays, Mark Panicelli. Tuesday, my dear friend Richard Clark, who have been messaging with this morning. Wednesdays with Mike Martin. Uh, Thursdays with Jason Bryant. Fridays with Paul Whittington. Junius Smith before that, before he uh, got sick. And love you too, Junius. So, huh, lots of love. I got into nothing that happened last night and over the last couple of days. We'll do that in spots throughout the show today. It is a special show. It's the thousandth episode of the Brian Hank Show presented by Lenore Community College. Thank you so much to all of you, uh, all everybody who's messaged in. Uh, four more messages have popped in here in the last little bit, and I'm not going to be able to get to everybody. I'm going to try to. Jacques, Mark, Mr. Dawson, Ricky Whaley, Richie Honeycutt, Mickey Weatherington, Mr. Clements, Paul, Keith King, Brian North, uh, everybody that's messaged in this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Tell you what, like I said, we're mixing things up a little bit here uh, since we're going to have Brian North coming in live in our second hour. So we're going to go ahead and play the birthday game right now. Uh, so I'm going to get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. And uh, uh, we'll uh, have Paul Whittington after that. Uh, Isaac Parson in our second hour. Brian North, Perry Tindall. A cast of thousands here on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is, as you've heard all day long, Friday, January the 12th. And here we're 2024. It's show 1000. Uh, it's been it's been a fun show. One, one more time as we're wrapping up today's show here. Just appreciate everybody that came on. Too many people to mention, but uh, we really do appreciate everybody that came on the show here today to uh, help us celebrate. So, but I don't want to end the show any other way than uh, with our birthday game with uh, my dear brother, John Dawson. Yeah. And so, our son, Jonathan Massey. So this part, this thing about wrapping up the show, that, that means we're going on at that coveted quarter to nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, but people will go back and listen. I bet you Harry Cagle listens to it. I bet he'd rather hear it earlier than this. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> uh, listen, 1,000 shows, nothing to sneeze at. I know we've talked about it previously, but uh, if I'd have told you, John Dawson, when we were sitting in your man cave and your studio. When you had no microphones. We had one microphone. With three people. Yeah, with three people. That didn't work out real well. Uh, if I'd have told you we were making one thing, we were going to do 1,000 shows, you would have scoffed mightily, wouldn't you? Well, what people, t- when the show started, what people, t- there was two camps. One camp said that show doesn't have a prayer. <laughs> and the other people said it doesn't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. What about you over there, Massey? I mean, you are the, like, you know what? I talk a lot, obviously. John talks quite a bit, too. <laughs> you don't you don't talk that much, Jonathan, but you add a lot to the show, though. Well, it's not the quantity of what you say. It's the quality of what you say. And what I say is usually so dark we can't air it. Yeah, you do cut some of his stuff, don't you, over there? Some? No, I, I, I'll revert. I don't really cut any of it. I just reverse <laughs> it. So Yeah, yeah. yeah he, it, he actually likes when I go off on my little tirades. If you happen to be demonic like him, you can hear it backwards because that sounds normal to you. <laughs> oh, you do what the Beatles used to do, right? They would reverse. Make crappy records that are overrated. Dude, I like the Beatles. Well, somebody's got to. <laughs> There's a lot of us that like the Beatles. You and uh, Yoko. No, Yoko didn't like the Beatles. So, uh, no, you can't include her in that camp. She was real good for him, though. <laughs> she broke him up. Yeah, well, yeah. one of the reasons, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, you know what? Ben, listen, you know, we've, we're not going to get into because we've got to get into birthdays here and just to celebrate. But, man, uh, John Lennon was not a good guy. 
No, I, so every day he's all, all Mr. Love and Peace, and I get sick of it. And you just talk. This is a guy who yelled in his kid's ear so loud he busted his eardrum. That's alluded to in that Hey Jude uh, podcast. Well, Julian Lennon will tell you. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, love and peace, brother. Yeah, right. Well, Hey Jude was written, as you said a couple of days ago, by Paul McCartney. By Paul McCartney, and yeah. it was. Did you know after the divorce happened, or not divorce, but after John left his uh, wife and supportive kids. wife who supported him through, you know, when he was nothing to when he became, you know, a Beatle yeah. and his young child, yeah. that Paul McCartney surreptitiously drove to uh, to check on him. And check on him, yep. And, uh, yep. and then got the idea for Hey Jude as he was driving there of what he was wanting to say to and a lot of these idiot Beatle fans say oh john's the cool one he was he was a jerk he was a jerk P- yeah. paul mccartney's not as cool because he was a nicer guy i guess yeah i think anyway. george was the cool one i, I he, think i gotta agree with him george harrison was pretty well, he, cool. he was all peace and love too but he was a very angry man well he was angry because his stuff wasn't being he would walk in with as much material as Paul and John. Later on, he did. Oh, okay. So, but they yeah. were used to having their say on the songs, and then he starts peaking as a songwriter. They should have just given him a third of the space because there was plenty of money to go around. But, yeah. And everybody said, you know, again, the Beatles were businessmen, too. They were not just all peace and love. Every time I see Ringo say peace and love, I want to hit him with a frying pan. But anyway. Anyway. Okay. Uh there you go. Today is Friday, January the 12th in the year of the Lord 2024. It's my 55th birthday. Don't you want to wish me happy? Neither one of you sons of guns have wished have me happy birthday Have you given us a chance yet. to do so, Brian? No. Okay, John, go ahead. Happy birthday. Thank you. You Thank woman. You. He just called me a woman. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. Happy birthday, Brian. <laughs> you know, there, there, when you were born, there were two camps. They said, this kid doesn't have a prayer, <laughs> and this kid doesn't have a chance. <clears throat> and some would say they were both right. Uh, wow. I say 1,000 shows says otherwise. There you go. Well, I love both of you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. You do know also, I've mentioned it, uh, I think, at least once on the show today, I'm sure. I'm being inducted into the George Whitfield Hall of Fame tonight. Really? Yeah. Did you not know that? I didn't know your name was George Whitfield. Massey? Thank you. (sighs) His sports Hall of Fame. How about that? What are you, cup stacker? What is your sport? He's going, I'm he's in going the into the writer wing. Into the media wing of his Hall of Fame. There's going to be wings? I'll be there. Uh, dude, you know who else is in the media wing of the George Whitfield Hall of Fame? Uh, Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining it for me. <laughs> uh, Noah, Woody Durham. Woody yeah. Durham is in the George Whitfield Sports Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Hey. I'm asking for more. How did that happen? I Because... Uh, George Whitfield and Woody Durham knew each other, and he wanted to honor him for all his years as a voice of the Tar Heels. He was inducted like uh, nine years ago, ten years ago, something like that. Get out of Boston. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) For a second, I thought Woody Durham was from Kinston, and I never knew No, 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 no. Woody Durham's from uh, Thomasville, maybe? Okay. Something like that. But but he inducts people from all over the state and actually from all over the country. And, yes, I am proud to be. So Massey and I are shut out yet again. Yeah, you, you not, maybe your induction will come up in a couple of years. So. I'm sure it will. <laughs> Jonathan Massey, you won yesterday. Speaking of Hall of Famers, Jacques Pasolek, future Hall of Famer in the printing industry. That's yeah. right. 
Uh, tell us about him and Goeco uh, Technology Service Provider. Well, so. when you when you talk about technology service providers, Jacques Pass. Dude, like, you just ah, made a plural. Ah. I know it's funny. <laughs> <clears throat> Jock Pass League is the GOAT. Mm-hmm. He's the Jordan. He's the Brady. He's the Jack Nicholas of the technology service providing game. And if you want somebody like that on your team, you need to give Jock a call. Makes Mr. Spock look like a dummy. That's how smart this Jock is. Wow. Okay. How do you reach Jock Pass League over there, Jonathan Massey? You dial 252. 252-286-286-53-53-54. Or you visit his websites at goecoNC.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. Back to you, Brian. Is there another site, though, that you could find him at? Google. There you go. Okay, uh, here's our first birthday here. It's a musician. Country musician. Just go ahead and get you ready. I believe he had something like uh, 40 top George Jones. Close. George Strait? Nope. Conway Twitty. I'm going to let you all stop there. Ricky. Van. Shelton. Yes, Ricky Van Shelton. I've never heard a Ricky Van Shelton song in my life. I mean, I know he existed, but I've never. (laughs) This sounds like 9,000 other country songs. Well, this is I'll Leave This World Loving You off the album Loving Proof, which came out in 1987. Well, I kept using the same birthdays over and over, and so I was trying no, to mix I'm not, it up I'm, a little bit. I'm not yeah. knocking you. I'm just okay. saying this is my first experience hearing the man's work. Ricky Van Shelton over there, Jonathan Massey. You can oh, uh, sorry. You're just fine. doing a show. You're fine. Yeah. Kid update. Oh. Um, I have no idea. Uh, 81. You say 81. What do you say, John Dawson? 80. He was born January 12th, 1952. He's 72 today. You guys really had no idea. The only Ricky I think about with country music is Ricky Skaggs, and he's not this lame. Okay. Sorry, Ricky Van Shelton. Uh, but you take the first one there, John Dawson. Well, you'll know this definitely, uh, the second birthday here. It's another musician. Loving you. How do I know this song, and you guys don't? Yeah, you're lame. Well, <laughs> well, can't really discuss. Growing up in Wilkes County, you had to listen to songs slow enough for you to understand. On his Do- birthday, bank. <laughs> <laughs> Jump that out of your cake. <laughs> wow. I don't even know what that means, but I like it. He was born Robert Bartia Cummings, but we know him better as. We're paying for that Ricky Rob Shelton Zombie. Crap. Look at our son what over is this, here. Dragula? It's Drag. Okay, from the album? I have no idea. But Astro Creep 2000? No, uh, Hellbilly Deluxe. God. Came out sense. in? It's your war. 94? 98. You like Rob Zombie, don't you? Are you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Under what? <laughs> Why would you say that with a straight I, face? Oh. Honestly. Sent our son into a coffee. I've never said I like anything that sounds remotely like this. Well, we'll get through it quick then. Uh, Rob Zombie. (laughs) Oh, look at Jonathan. (laughs) How old today is he? Makes really bad movies now. Yeah, he just did the remake of uh, Adam's Family. 
Man, I'm just, it's my birthday. You're supposed to be nicer to me on my birthday. I'm making fun of him, not you. But we share a birthday. So what? Yeah, you're right. You're better than him. You and Dr. Mingala have the same birthday. Am I supposed to praise him? No. Rob okay. Zombie. Hey. Jonathan is over here just dancing his butt off to it. John hates it, and I love it. A little too happy. 63. You say 63. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 62. He was born uh, January 12th, 1965. So he's 59 today. So you get it, Jonathan Massey. So is it tied one to one? Yep. That you turn up. I like this song. I actually like this. I really, and it's my birthday, so don't fuss. Oh, God. Can we keep it under five minutes? Yeah, well, dude, we've got to. We're up against the clock right now. She was 40 Spice, a.k.a. Melanie C. or Melanie Jane Chisholm of the Spice Girls. Yeah, like he's DJing at a nightclub. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. You're unbelievable. <laughs> That's what it is. That's where it's from. If you want to be my lover. It's my birthday. I should enjoy this song a little bit. Go right ahead. Okay, very good. Sporty Spice over there, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old is she today? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're, we're up against the clock, though. Okay. We are up against the clock, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 51. You say 51. What do you say over there, John Dawson? 50. I told you what you wanted, what you really, really want. You got the birthday right. Yeah, yeah. So you lead two to one. I want to, we got to hear this bridge Up against part. the clock, Brian. Yeah, you're right. Can I keep this playing already since it's my birthday? We can't talk over this. It's well, annoying. I'll, I'll turn it down. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> okay. Keep going. <laughs> I just want to get the, this Up part right the clock, here. Brian. Here we go. And this is where he cuts it off short because where the show runs off. <laughs> I will not. I will not. I will not. Okay. Uh, you lead two to one, John Dawson. Uh, here we go. Uh, uh, he is the king of all media. It's. Used to be Howard Stern. He's not the king of all media anymore. He went on a rant about podcasts a few years ago saying how they were irrelevant. That's how in tune he is. Wow. Well, uh, today is his birthday. As you well know, if you have Sirius XM. Uh, well, I have it. I just don't listen to him. I don't listen to him either, dude. How old is he today, John Dawson? You lead two to one. You can ramp up today right here. 70. <laughs> and you do. He was born January 12th, 1954. So he is 70 years old today. It's hard to imagine day, uh, Howard Stern, 70 years old. To well, me it is. When he went crazy during COVID and wouldn't come out of his house for two years, I just, he's hes out of his mind. He is. Uh, well, you've already clinched day three to one. We'll still do this last birthday as a dad person. And uh, speaking of just media, man, just an amazing, uh, Rush Limbaugh, I guess is, I, I was. Whether you agreed with him or not, he was a great broadcaster. 
the man would do, and I agree with you, and I, I agree with you, John Dawson. I agreed with probably 30% of what he espoused. But that man would get on the air and talk nonstop for three hours. And, not and repeat, it was interesting. And not repeat himself. David Letterman said, look, I know he's a bag of gas, but he's a fantastic broadcaster. He is. Nobody can He, and, he and Art Bell were probably the two greatest radio people ever. I would agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, Jonas Massey, how old? He died in 2021. So I mean, he died. Don't, don't look to any one of them for encyclopedic <laughs> facts, no, but no. if you want to be entertained, listen to them. Absolutely. Uh, Rush Limbaugh, how old would he be if he had not died in 2021, Jonas Massey? 77. What do you say? He, he says 77. What do you say, John Dawson? 76, Barton. <laughs> You're right. That's a pretty good impression. He was born January 12, 1951. So he would be 73 today. Uh, Intelligence on loan from God. With the Golden Microphone. The EIB Network. Yeah, Excellence in Broadcasting Network. There you go. Uh, today's also Kirstie Alley's birthday. I was mm. gonna, but we've done her every, you know, she passed away too. And uh, several others. But anyway, hey, <laughs> I am lucky that today is my birthday. All these local birthdays. Chris Hatcher, today is his birthday, who will also be tonight inducted into the uh, George Whitfield Hall of Fame. Sports I think everybody's being inducted except Massey and I. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah. like it. Uh, but Hatch, he'll be inducted today. Today is Jay McDaughty's birthday. He is our county commissioner. Uh, good dude. Very good dude. And Also being inducted into the George Whitfield Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, today is, uh, you heard him earlier here in this hour, Isaac Parson, uh, who, by the way, we've not talked about this because we talked about it during the regular show, but not during the birthday game. He was the HBCU National Player of the Week this week. How awesome is that? And he does his little segment here, TGIF with IP, every Friday. So happy birthday to Isaac. Today is Jimmy Hobbs's birthday. Uh, she uh, used to be a teacher and our principal in Jones County and uh, just one of my favorite people on this planet. Happy birthday, Jimmy. Today is former Kinston player Jaquan Artis's birthday. Uh, great guy, too. Uh, and then I have to mention uh, these other two that uh, mean a lot to me that uh, have passed on. Uh, Sheriff Danny Heath, who passed away a couple of years ago and love love just love love that guy and the the neat thing about him was we were born the same day year everything uh january 12th 1969 we used to always joke about it and i miss him i missed uh, i missed driving through jones county knowing if i ever got pulled over by a jones county deputy that, look at john's eyes <laughs> i'm that, trying to help you oh, okay if <laughs> yeah i know right uh but uh man i, I miss sheriff Heath and danny I, he's just such a good guy i miss him and then uh, a gentleman who just passed away a couple of months ago and it hurts my heart so much today is his birthday and uh, it's his first birthday since he passed. Uh, Greg Hampton. Now, you met him, former uh, football coach at Jones Senior. Very good guy. Super, super nice guy. And he had a heart attack a couple months ago and died. And uh, we miss him. So, man, if today is your birthday, like Greg Hampton and Sheriff Heath and uh, Jaquan Artist, Jimmy Hobbs, Isaac Parson, J. McDotty, Chris Hatcher, and me. <laughs> See, I was hoping one of y'all were going to jump in. I was that. going to, but you just kept right on going. I know. It's all right. Uh, then have <laughs> a great day. Have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by Go Eco Technology, Technology Service, Service Providers. <laughs> it, it, it's singular. It's Technology Service Provider. 
And live on her and live on her Spence Automotive guest line, a man that's going to disagree with me on that is my brother in arms. It's uh, my dear friend, probably my best friend on this planet. It's uh, John Dawson uh, on the road right now. Uh, that was a fun birthday game. Well, they're all fun, and uh, I just I'm glad you called. I just want to I wanted to take a minute to say I'm very proud of what you and Billy have have uh, built up there in the morning, and you know after. Robert D. Rayford died. Wait, wait, I didn't think wait, you guys wait. were going to be able to carry on. No, 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 no. John, 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 you're talking to Brian Hanks, not John Boy. Hold on a second. <laughs> How did you get this number? <laughs> I would I expect wonder, nothing I, less. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I was wondering why Billy was so subdued this morning. He hadn't said a word. Now, I, okay, I got it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dawson, you're the man, dude. As I said in my monologue uh, 30 minutes ago, dude, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. You and Jonathan and I, when we started this little party uh, more than four years ago, uh, uh, 999 shows ago, who would have known we'd still be here today, dude? Well, um, are you going to let Massey on the show today? Uh, I probably uh, will try to call him in the second hour if I can get him up. Wow. wow. Well, you know, he, well, they, you know, he's in the pen and they have very rest <laughs> restrictions on phone calls, but I'm sure he'll trade a pack of cigarettes and maybe a favor or two to get to the phone. But well, you know how you, he you is. snuck him a cell phone, right? Didn't you sneak it in that, uh, little Debbie snack cake that you took there a couple of weeks ago? Uh, we were, I was going to, but the snack cake didn't make it through the guard <laughs> shack. So who knows? Very good. Listen, Dawson, love you, man. Thank you for everything that you do. Uh, the, the birthday game that is so slickly produced every day here on the Brian Hanks show, done by my good friend, uh, John Dawson, and just everything. Man, you're just beyond the show, man. You've been my friend for 15, 16, oh, heck, probably going on 20 years now, dude, and I appreciate you. Okay, Brother, dude? I don't believe I'd have told that. <laughs> yeah, um, I know, right? Well, thanks, thanks for doing the show, and thanks for including Massey and I. And it's really, it's, it's really keeping – you know, when we found out it counted as community service, we were in. That's all I can say. <laughs> Dizzle, you're the best, man. Have a safe trip, man. I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Then. <laughs> there you go. That's John Dawson. Oh, man. Let's, uh, I tell you what, let's get Paul Whittington up here on the line with us. He is our, uh, our regular Friday guest here on the show. So, uh, we, we need to get him up here to, uh, talk about a ton of stuff here, man. Uh, I tell you what, as I'm doing that, though, I've got to thank Lenore Community College. They are the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show. For more than 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252 7623. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trent to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you, Richie Honeycutt, who's already checked in with us here this morning on our 1000th show. Really appreciate you, uh, Richie, and Dr. Rusty Hunt. And oh my gosh, just all the people over at, L at LCC. We appreciate every single one of them. Catherine Pearson, Jeannie Kennedy, and on the line with us right now, a proud, proud lcc alum himself he's a regular friday guest and man how cool is it he's a, a part of our 1000 show too 
It's uh, the father of the year for 2024. I don't know if you knew that or not, but uh, that came down to it. It's Paul Whittington joining us. Man, January, uh, what is it, 12th, and we've already locked up father of the year for 2024. <laughs> Love that. Happy 1,000. Happy birthday. Happy Hall of Fame day. It's a big day around here. Dude, it is. It's uh Man, I, it's hard to top. It's going to be hard to top today in the annals of uh, of Brian Hanks' history. Okay, with all this stuff going on, man. But, uh, dude, you're a big part of it. I don't know. I, I need. Speaking of the Brian Hanks show, this is the one thousandth episode, as we've said. Would you like to guess how many? And you probably know, knowing you, uh, this is. Do you know what number appearance this is for you here this morning or today? 250 or no we were above 300 last time we last time we talked about this 350 i don't know no dude 143 come on man oh i could have sworn the last time we you and i spoke i was above 300 no 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 Uh, No. you you are number one in appearances on the brian hanks show with 143 uh richard number one in your heart number one in my heart of course uh (laughs) richard clark uh at uh 116 and uh da, 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 i was wanting to tell you hold on because uh, junius is third i know uh and i was going to get that number for you 110 appearances so those are you you three are the top three but dude nobody beats you man you are uh, number one that's right and don't you forget it <laughs> i will not forget <laughs> it well uh and it is going to be fun man i'm very honored thank you for bringing that up about the george whitfield hall of fame very excited about that tonight in wayne county it's going to be a wayne community college. how about this you know he had, uh i had to send my bio in to him he asked all this stuff and then linda you know you know who linda linda hanks is right uh, I've heard the name. Fairly <laughs> she hits me up uh, one day this week and is like, uh, "Hey, where's the ceremony at? I need to let you know Paul and Sam know, and <laughs> Scott and, and uh, my friend Kelly Lynn. You know, all of y'all are going to be in attendance there tonight." She's like, uh, "Do you know uh, where it's at?" I'm like, "I know it's in Goldsboro, <laughs> but Goldsboro's a pretty big town, so I had to message him and find out. But it'll be at Wayne Community College tonight, uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. So anyway." Uh, so, hey, dude, it's at Wayne Community College tonight, okay? Sounds good. We'll be there. <laughs> very good, man. Very excited to have you guys as a part of it. Okay, dude, I think I'm having a good day. I don't think I'm having as good a day as our Carolina Hurricanes, though, and I know you were at the <laughs> game last night. Dude, 7-1-2. and two. Now, the last time we talked to you, here on the air at least, we saw you at the wedding, of course. We've talked to you a few times since then, but the last time we talked to you, we really didn't even talk about uh, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes that day because it was a wedding show on December 26th. But uh, it's been three weeks since we've talked to you here on the show. And, dude, the doggone Carolina Hurricanes, they've they've done a little bit of turnaround since the last time we talked to you. 7-1-2 and two in their last 10 games. They are now fourth in the uh, Eastern Conference, second behind Jacques Passelegs, New York Rangers, and Metropolitan Division. Dude, you have all season long told us, yeah, they're starting a little bit, but – don't worry about it, but of course I did worry about it, but dude, I got to tell you, Paul Whittington, you were right. Well, um, it, it was, it was only a matter of time, right? Well, we talked about it earlier this year, especially during the lulls, you know, every hockey season is long. You go, you ride these highs and you ride these lulls. And, and when you ride the lulls, you just got to make sure you come out on the right end of it. And that's what the Canes are doing. We, we talked about this earlier this year. This is the most talented team on paper that maybe Rod Brendamore has ever had as a coach of the Carolina Hurricanes. 
And and I know there's players on this team we, we maybe like or, or don't like or don't think are the right fit, but but on paper, this is the most talented team that the Hurricanes have had. And and you know, sometimes when when you put a lot of talent on the ice together, on the court together, on the field together, whatever, it takes a little while for them to gel. And you certainly hope that they have found their stride and they're starting to gel as a team and, and we're getting ready to see a, a run into late March, early April uh, that puts these Canes right back atop the Metropolitan Division. They're only three points out right now. Uh, the, the Rangers do have a game in hand, but they've turned it around, and now they're 7-1-2 and two over their last 10. Wow. Well, dude, just they, they could not be any better. Last night, a big 6-3 to three win. What was the atmosphere like there at PNC last night? Uh, you know, it was a little laid back because okay. when you look at where the where the Ducks are in in the standings, they are at the bottom of the Pacific Division. Uh, they sit seventh out of eight teams in the Pacific Division. Now, don't forget this is a this is a Ducks team that beat the Hurricanes earlier this year when the Canes were on that first Western swing of the season. So these are these are trap games, and, and the Canes you got you got to win the games that you're supposed to win. But it was a little laid back, I think, mostly because people expect to win this game, and so when they see the Hurricanes go up by a couple of couple of goals, you you expect it, right? And you're just like, okay, what's happening right now is exactly what was supposed to happen, and you end the first period two nothing. The volume really got turned up in the second period. Six goals scored in the second period between the two teams. Uh, just a, an insane amount of goals. There was a fight. Uh, I believe it was Dmitry Orlov that was involved in the fight. And when he got up from the ice, he he looked at the crowd and he just kind of threw his hands up, kind of pumping the crowd up. And that place got as loud as I have ever heard it, Brian. Uh, you, playoffs included. That place completely erupted. Uh, and it was at that point where we had to get Levi out of the seat and <laughs> kind of go to a different area. Uh, we ended up we ended up leaving shortly after that. He wasn't wearing his headphones, and, and we had seen two two uh, basically complete periods of the game. What was crazy? We walked out of the stadium and got about halfway between the stadium and our car, and the Canes scored. And just the volume that came from that building was, was just insane. Like it got so, it was loud in the parking lot and the doors to the arena are closed. You could hear the horn go off and you could hear all the fans screaming and we're a hundred, 150 feet from the door. It was, it wow. was, it was crazy. Uh, so a laid back kind of atmosphere in the first period, but a very raucous and rambunctious atmosphere in the second. Well, you, you sort of talked about it a little bit when we were – and, again, that voice list to Paul Whittington, our regular Friday guest here on the Brian Hanks Show, uh, always uh, up to date on everything with uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. We're going to talk a little NASCAR here in a little bit. Uh, I, I, I will be remiss if we don't get into a little Baltimore Ravens and uh, NFL playoffs, too, here on your visit today, too, Paul. But what you talked a little bit about – you didn't deep dive. What do you attribute this success, this – recent success of the Carolina Hurricanes too because like I said man I mean you know how social media is man I mean everybody starts freaking out and they were kind of struggling dude were were bouncing between being the 8 9 and 10 seed for uh 
you know, in the from the Eastern Conference, but doggone, dude, have really turned around. It, it, if you can point to one thing, Paul Whittington, that has made the difference over the last 10, 11, 12 games or so for uh, for uh, the for the Canes, what would that be, dude? Uh, I think it's a couple of things. I think first and foremost, you're getting production from the guys that you expect to get production from. Sebastian Ajo went on a went on a crazy tear uh, of multi multiple point games over the course of like five games. Like he had five games in a row where he had at least two points. Uh, so you're getting production from him. You're you're getting production from from Andre Andre Svechnikov. Uh Piotr Kachetkov, although he went down in the second period last night and had to be helped off the ice after a big collision in front of the net, looked like uh, he got uh, trying to stop a puck. He took a knee to the head. Uh, hope, hopefully, get some good news uh, and a good update on him today. Uh, but he's been stellar for the Hurricanes. Uh, but I think. Pushing all that aside, pushing aside the fact that the Canes have scored a lot of goals in 2024, the one thing that has stood out has been the power play. And we talked about this earlier this year, that it just wasn't working, that they weren't gelling together, the, uh, a lot of missed opportunities, were giving up a lot of shorthanded goals. They still lead the league in shorthanded goals against. It's actually a four-way tie for, for first. Four teams have allowed seven shorthanded goals. The Carolina Hurricanes are one of those four teams. But, and this is a big but, <laughs> the Carolina Hurricanes have <laughs> the Carolina Hurricanes have had the best power play in the NHL since December first, and they are currently second in the league in their power play behind the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers have a thirty point zero eight power play percentage. The Carolina Hurricanes a twenty eight point seven eight power play percentage, and they actually are tied for the lead. In the league with power play goals, it's a two-way tie between the Hurricanes and the Colorado Avalanche with 40 power play goals this season. So special teams is a big part of hockey, and it's the right time for the special teams to be clicking, and they are. And I think the power play is what has been most attributable to the Kings' recent success. And uh, you got to love to see it, man. I mean, it's it, you know, there are a lot of exciting things in sports. I mean, you know, the the Grand Slam in baseball or the, you know, to me, I, I love a one nothing baseball game myself anyway. In basketball, you know, the the dunk or the big three-pointer at the buzzer kind of deal, uh, that that's good in basketball. Football, I mean, there's so many different things. But, man, I'm not sure there's anything better in sports than that, uh, than a power play goal, especially when it's exciting. Not when they've been setting up, but I mean, maybe like in a breakaway, and it ends up being a two on one, or uh, you know, I mean, a power play goal in hockey. Where would that rank in uh, in all the other exciting uh, plays in sports, Paul Whittington? It's on up there, but I got to tell you, I, I think there's one thing that shines above a power play goal. And I think it's a shorthanded goal. Okay, okay. Because the other team is on their power play, and you might not dis- you might not agree with the call that the ref just made on the ice that put your guy in the box, and then your team, a man down, steals the puck, goes up the ice, and, and puts it in the back of the net. That, to me, is is absolutely incredible. That, to me, is on par with like a Bartolo Colon home run. <laughs> a Bartolo like Colon home run. I love it. <laughs> it's just top tier. 
It is, man. Well, uh, talking about the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, again, just the, the hot streak that they're on and everything. They have a home uh, game tomorrow. Man, I wish I could go, but I've got the uh, Brandon Ingram uh, MLK uh, showcase that's taking place tomorrow night. Uh, but, man, a good opportunity over there. As I'm looking at the schedule here, Paul, I mean, tomorrow against Pittsburgh, which I know. Are, are you going to be there for that? Uh, we won't be. Uh, I'm currently boycotting the, the state of Pennsylvania at the moment. Uh, <laughs> but, no, uh, we just uh, a lot going on tomorrow. So, uh, we, we actually sold our tickets to that game. Oh, okay. Well, hey, uh, that, that helps pay for the season tickets. A uh, good friend of ours, uh, Thurman Pate, that's what I've always loved with him over the 20 years that I've known him. He, you know, he's an Iron Duke at Duke University. He goes to a lot of games every year, but he's not been to a Duke Carolina game for years because every year he sells his tickets. And guess what? That's what pays for his season tickets every year. You can't beat that, can you? Not at all. Not one bit. Uh, absolutely. But, uh, but again, uh, play uh, is that the Kings, the LA Kings on Monday, uh, mm-hmm. Detroit on uh, a week from today, and then a week from Sunday, Minnesota saw a long home stretch there for uh, for our Carolina Hurricanes, which started uh, last week. I mean, they've been home, goodness gracious, from Saturday, January the 6th. It'll be through Sunday, January the 21st. Home cooking, nothing wrong with home cooking, is there? Not at all, especially when you played so many away games uh, in the first half of the season. Going into the, uh, the Christmas break, the Canes had already played just over half of their away games for the season. Wow. So nothing wrong with a little bit of home cooking in the back half. Well, there you go. Okay, well, uh, enough uh, Carolina Hurricanes talk there. And again, I hope Jacques Pasley, by the way, who's listening right now. By the way, when I called you father of the year, you're going to love this. He mm-hmm. said that uh, he's a father of the year. What about Sean Kemp? Right, is that too old of a reference for you, or do you get it? No, I get it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Jacques is listening, but uh, we need to talk some jump. Man, I, whenever the Rangers play, we've got to get tickets. We've got to be at that game when the Rangers play at uh, PNC. And I'm trying to find this here. It looks like Tuesday, March the 12th. We might as well just go ahead and put that aside. Are you? We need to be there that night, uh, proudly wearing our Carolina Hurricane stuff, take Jacques to the game with us, and uh, – and uh, wear him out when uh, the Hurricanes take over first place that night from uh, the Rangers. What do you think? I I don't sit with Rangers fans. It's just <laughs> a, uh, a principle of mine. But we can certainly take them. We'll do the tailgate and all that stuff. Uh, but we can't sit with them. Okay. The only Jacques, if you heard that, and like I said, he was listening uh, just a couple minutes ago. I hope that's all right. Hey, uh, listen, uh, Mike Martin jumped in here too. Dude, it's been crazy this morning, as you can imagine, with everything going on. And Thank you, Mike, dude. Uh, He sent me a happy birthday. and He says I sound youthful this morning. Do I sound youthful, Paul? Uh, a little bit. You sound like you got a little bit of pep in your step. <laughs> I do have some pep in my step. You're absolutely right. Okay. Uh, and Jacques said, yes, we will be there. Uh, he just messaged me. Yes, we will be there on uh, Tuesday, uh, uh, Tuesday, March the 12th, when uh, the Rangers take on. Okay. Catch us up on NASCAR, dude. Like I said, it's been three weeks since we talked to you uh, here on the show. Uh, and well, any any kind of – I mean, dude, I, you got to give us uh, how many days to the Daytona 500 – uh, on top of that, any NASCAR, give us the big NASCAR, uh, update since the last time we talked three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, as it stands right now, Brian, 37 days away from dropping the green flag, 37. Uh, 500. That is right. 37 days away. And, and hopefully that means we're about 
30 days away from calling the Baltimore Ravens your Super Bowl champion. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We'll have to wait and see. Well, that's a nice um, tease. Yeah. We're going to talk about that before we get off the air with you, but, but a nice tease there. But uh, so 37 days away. Uh, what's been going on in the NASCAR world since the last time we talked? Well, you know, uh, back in December, they, they had a little tire test uh, or a little rules package test, I should say, over at the Phoenix Raceway. Uh, and we finally got the results of that test in the form of rule updates this week. So the packages, the rules packages have been announced for the short tracks and road courses. Uh, so not the not the super sexy news that you're hoping for, but uh, there there are some competition. Uh, I won't get into all the technical terms uh, of what's going on, but some some changes in the in the rules package for to try to bring some competitive balance to these uh, short tracks and road courses. And when I say competitive balance, just make the races better, right? Yeah. Uh, the short oh, yeah. track racing hasn't been as good as it should be the last couple of seasons, especially with this next gen race car. So uh, hopefully this this helps make the racing a little bit better uh, with some things that they've done to the spoilers, diffusers, things like that. Uh, we were told what the stage lengths were going to be. We were told that, uh, you know, last year we experimented with a new rule, uh, no caution at the end of a stage at the road courses. That rule is gone. We okay. will go back to cautions at okay. the end of a stage why at do the you road think, courses. Which why do you think they out. made that? I was about to say, why do you think they made that decision? It's, I, I really don't know. Um, I know that there were some pit strategy issues or some getting to pit road issues. Uh, last year at a couple of the road course events because of that, uh, because there was no caution. But you know what? That's that's old school racing. Like, we shouldn't have to throw a caution so, so you can not do a good job as a crew chief of getting your driver on the right pitch strategy. It shouldn't be that way. Yeah, but yeah. that's just my speculation. I really, really, really don't know. Um, it's not NASCAR related, but it kind of is. Uh, we, we got an announcement earlier this week that Ray Evernham and his group of investors have purchased the rights to the International Race of Champions. I rock, baby. I rock. Uh, very likely that that will be making a comeback. I would put that as early as 2025. Still got to build a car and all that fun stuff. But we could see the return of IROC. That's the happy news. The sad news, yesterday we got the announcement that SRX uh, will not race in 2024 uh it could be the beginning of the end for the srx series we'll have to wait and see hopefully they can make it come back in 2025 but there will not be the the six nights of racing uh on espn this summer unfortunately do you think maybe the and again that voice list to uh paul weddington this morning here on the brian hank shows we're wrapping up our first hour of the 1000th episode today do you think maybe <sighs> It was almost like a left-hand, right-hand kind of thing to me. And, again, I'm 10% of the race fan that you are, Paul. But, you know, the IROC announcement comes out, which we were all giddy about. And I remember it mean, back in the day. I mean, that that was a lot of fun, man. I remember the IROC Z28 and, you know, all the, uh, the fun that we had with that. Do you think maybe SRX looked at it and said, maybe we'll try to combine our league or whatever you want to call it into the IROC effort? Or were these just completely two separate announcements that happened this week, Paul? I, I think they're two completely separate announcements. Okay. I okay. Mean, at, at best, we're a year, we're at least a year away from from IROC actually being able to go out on the racetrack. Uh, there's also a, a big fundamental difference between IROC and what SRX is. Yes, 
we we kind of looked at SRX as like this new version of IROC. Yeah, yeah. They're completely separate. Where where the purpose of SRX was to show off local short tracks around the country. I, I just think it happens to be be coincidence that the, that these two things were announced in the same week. Um, I, I I personally think it has to do with sponsorship. Uh, you know, they were Camping World was a big big part of SRX for the first three seasons, uh, and since SRX started. Marcus Lamonis, the CEO over there at Camping World, has taken a massive step back. They're no longer the title sponsor of the truck series. You don't see their name on as many race cars as you used to. Uh, I don't even think they sponsor a race anymore. He's he's still somewhat involved, but nowhere near the level that he was. Uh, and he actually bought the naming rights to the PBR Team Series, which happens in the summer, which kind of runs around the same time that SRX is. If Marcus Lamonis pulled out, and, I mean, it was the Camping World SRX series. Camping World was on the hood of all these race cars. Like, he was putting a massive investment down into this. If he pulled out, then they probably were in big financial trouble. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, hey. And well, hey can, 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 hold on. Can you hang with us into our second hour for a couple minutes? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, very good. Hey, let's wrap up. This is the end of the first hour of the Brian Hicks Show. Coming up, our second hour in just a moment. 